Hello and welcome to another episode of Awakening Through COVID-19 with me, Manaz. Today I have the honour and the privilege of speaking with Judith Delosia, my teacher, a soul sister, a mother figure, and someone who for me has modelled empathy and love with humour. Professionally in the world, Judy is known as Judith Delosia, NLP trainer, author, co-developer. She's also Judy who lives in Santa Cruz by the ocean with her little pets and family, and both are true. Judy is known as the godmother of NLP. Welcome, Judy. So Judy, what I'd like to do is on the 1st of June, 2020, I would just like to check in on how you're doing today. Well, you know, I think I'm doing very well today, and I thank you for asking. And uh, I can say that partially I'm doing very well today because I woke up to a beautiful, uh, spontaneous surprise of uh, some lovely, lovely women from around the world who stayed in contact with each other and uh, have been guides and sponsors and caring uh, friends through this process. And um, that certainly sparked a beautiful moment in my day for the rest of the day. And uh, yeah, I feel uh, uh, here there's a sense of, from the COVID point of view, a little light at the end of the tunnel that, you know, people can get together a little bit more with their families and you know, yeah. yes, practice social distancing and, and wear masks sometimes in groups. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it also feels okay here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So what has been your experience through this time since the doors closed at the very beginning? Well, you know, when I think about it, just from, I can only share my personal point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what I want. Yeah. 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 I, I guess. I felt a little bit lucky because I had some heads up Mm -hmm. uh, because I have very good friends in China Mm -hmm. and uh, also in um, the province of Wuhan. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there was a sense of, okay, there's the goose is out of the bottle somewhere here. And, you know, it's going to, you know, it's going to, it's going to impact us is sort of that sensibility, you know, a little bit of that. And then, you know, as the reality kind of really sinks in over those few, you know, that first week or so, I think there's a kind of shock and then there's sort of the reality sinks in. And I think, um, you know, all the uh, challenges arise, whether it's the challenges of a person, you know, dealing with their own fear or the other I call petty tyrants of our of our perceptions, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> the fear and or the internal dialogue that's driving something, uh, or the and the anxiety and the and the not knowing and having to hold the not knowing and um, you know I think all of those things were true and then I think also as I overlapping with that or as part of that also I was you know feeling a lot of generativity. Right. And uh, a lot of uh, ideas flowing and mm-hmm. um, possibilities opening. Um, and, you know, that it like a portal uh, standing sort of at the door of that portal going, you know, do you take, 
you know, do you go go that direction? I mean, it, it brought up a lot of beautiful choice points, which is what really, ca- uh, you know, crisis means. Yeah. It's all to awareness and it's a choice point. It's a turning point of it. it's a decision time. So I think I could feel like all of those things, you know, the moments of fear, the moments of, you know, going, oh, my God, you know, where's this all going, you know, what yeah. does it mean, you know, not only now, but, you know, as things start to open up with people not, you know, having work and, you know, this whole reorganizational possible moment then leads me to the idea of transition leadership and what's needed in that space, maybe. Mm-hmm. You piqued my interest with those words. <laughs> <laughs> Which, the transition leadership? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's just, you know, the idea of going, um, I think in the world of transition leadership that um, creativity is more important than experience. Mm-hmm. So being able, you know, really thinking out outside of the box, um, mm-hmm. authenticity, mm-hmm. you know, if the ship is sinking, you know, having the guts to say the ship is sinking now, what are we yeah. going to do? You know, yeah. what's the call? You know, mm-hmm. um, I think, uh, also if I remember it correctly, there's a couple, I may forget some one was around ex- really around the ro- the world of teaming. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about the individual hero's journey in a way. It's about the group's hero's journey now. That's what we're all experiencing, I think, as humanity. Yeah. And um, so it's about the teams, you know, not only your internal teams to say to your organization, but also the external teams in, in the community mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to make uh, good progress. Yeah. I guess so, things like that. That's what comes to mind with the transition mm-hmm. leadership. Yeah. Beautiful. Wonderful. Love it. Um, And what do you feel like you've learned? The three things, top things that you've learned since this has all begun and hit home. Gosh, three. (laughs) (laughs) That's a common answer, by the way. (laughs) Well, I think one thing, I I don't know if I go learned it or maybe clarified it, evidenced it, you know, was the absolute joy of the Mother Earth at this blessed, blessed rest. Yeah. Makes me weep. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if, you know, 17% of the crap went out of the air based on this, Mm-hmm. Don't miss that. <laughs> don't don't miss that. Don't miss the, all those evidences that were showing up. You know about how quickly we can turn something around. Yeah. You know, I guess that that really impacted me deeply. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I can I can cook better than I thought I could. <laughs> I'm in that club. (laughs) I think I'm eating a better diet than I have in years based on experience. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, uh, Little things like, and learned how to trim my hair, which still doesn't look that good, but I'm working (laughs) on it. (laughs) Things like that. Um, Okay. 
Um, and I think um, one of the things I learned was uh, kind of permission to take that little step through the portal. And let, for me, going to do something online, for example. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, in, in the line of work that we do, or I do, that person-to-person connection is what it's all about, you know? <laughs> it's about, you know, yeah, it's about that that communication, that interaction. Um, and so I was, you know, could feel that hesitancy about is that right, you know? And then I was lucky enough to have sponsors who said, look, I know we were scheduled to do this in reality. Let's just do it online and structure it you know, a different way. And so that it's doable, you know, so you're not doing, you know, six hours online, but more like, and even that was difficult, but, but wonderful. But I really learned an incredible amount um, by just taking the risk and going for it Mm. and feeling awkward and clumsy, you know, (laughs) and having to go through my learning curve crash a little bit (laughs) with so many freaking buttons, as I would say. Um, And it was an absolute joy and a delight. And it was 40 countries from around the world. Mm. And I felt, you know, again, what a great vehicle we have here. And also be aware, you know, um, don't want to live in there. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So yeah. there was a lot of learning around that. And I think um, a lot of gratitude. I, I try to be grateful in general, but I felt extra, 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 extra gratitude because I live in a place where I could go outside every day and walk my dog. and. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I wasn't in a big city where there's lots and lots of people or, you know, in a, in an apartment, uh, you know, where I, I was even more restricted and mm. I would feel, yeah, I would feel that sense of compassion. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and be so grateful and also compassionate, um, and ha- try to hold those feelings. Cause I knew I was lucky. Yeah. You no, know, yeah. I felt like I'm. Uh, this is happening, and I'm lucky. You know. Hmm. Well, I have to say that you, you taught me compassion in a major way. Oh. So I want to thank you for that. Oh, thank you for saying that to me. That is a beautiful, it's beautiful true. blessing. Thank you. Thank you. So, what what is your relationship like with the virus, Judy? Well, you know, it, it lives here. <laughs> and, you know, it's an undeniable reality that, you know, that it's something that it was held in the earth. Um, and it's a part of the system. And that by interference, it has been released. You know, um, I think wild animals together in large numbers confined they go into uh, very deep stress which downgrades the immune system very very quickly yeah and these things that under normal circumstances are kept in balance as we know then are released and right. sometimes you get one that's extraordinarily smart <laughs> and has 
some superpowers which are not totally understood for a while. I think it's not the first time this has happened. No. But uh, my relationship with the little orb is is quite beautiful, you know, and I sort of have that, you go your way, little brother, and I'll go mine, Mm -hmm. you know, but mutually respect, (laughs) like Indian meeting the rattlesnake on the road, right? (laughs) And, And it should be a call for right relationship, you know. Right. It should be a signal that calls to right relationship. Yeah. 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 That's the correction. Okay. And I think I think that's the tough bit for a lot of people out there because there is there is a huge amount of upset and anger. Um and rightfully so. I mean, you yeah, know I absolutely. I yeah. Um yeah, I think then it's a question of this is where we have to go. What can I personally do? Who can I help be kind and do what I can do, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and be honest and vocal, I guess, about what you believe is the correct thing. And I think, you know, here I'm a person who goes, you know, you know, in the great depression in the 1920s and thirties, you know, they put everybody to work doing jobs in the country, like, you know, fixing the roads and, making beautiful parks and building dams and infrastructure. And I go, I'm, I'm on the green new deal. I do it. Let's put everybody, give everybody a fun job of making the land even more beautiful and more parks and you yeah. know, <laughs> fix the yeah. infrastructure, which is falling apart completely. I mean, I think there's so many things we can do. Mm-hmm. It, and I think this is an awakening time. Hmm. I, I mean, uh, that's why I say for for the human species, this should be a kind of wake up yeah. uh, to being in right relation. And I think there's many, 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 many people who are getting that message and some who may never, you know, who may yeah. never. Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, both are just true. And you just hope that, you know, the, the wake ups. Um, I mean, I'm hearing, you know, really, you know, really lovely things from people around the world, you know, mm-hmm. you know, that I, I just am so touched that, that, you know, you brought up that conversation earlier about, you know, identity. And I go, I think because the world is getting so, so much smaller, so much faster, you know, it is <laughs> that, um, that there's that that feeling of connectedness like we've never had before. Mm-hmm. I think uh, at outside of the confines of certain things, mm. you know, wh- whatever those, you know, uh, confines might be for various people, you know, their belief system or their, you know, their, so I don't know, whatever those structures would be. Yeah. But I think there's a, you know, a lot of us who can be grounded in our beliefs in the most positive way and still transcend and connect at other levels Yeah, because it's not a threat. It's not an either or. And what makes both true mm-hmm. makes other things very possible. Wow. That's profound. That's profound or what? That is deep, <laughs> Judy. That's well, I mean, that's, that, that's the thing about dualistic thinking that, you know, is dangerous that it has to be, I either have to let go of my precious beliefs 
or I have to live in a shit world. I mean, what kind of choice is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're just, yeah, I could do both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could do one or the other, but if I just go both are true. So now, well, how do I bring something better? Yeah. And that, that, you know, includes, but transcends as Robert would say mm-hmm. that that's what it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So has there been anything which has helped you through this time? I mean, I'm talking about resources like music or art or poetry, community. Well, you know, certainly community on the block where I live, you know, uh, immediately a email chain event came about to make sure everybody had their needs met and uh, masks were distributed, handmade by local ladies. and Yeah gentlemen and um you know food is left around and, you know yeah. um so certainly uh, and santa cruz has been a, a lovely community and very uh, a very soft you know uh holding of everything that was going on mm-hmm. um i have animals and the animals bring me a lot of joy uh I spend a lot of time. I have a garden. So, you know, that brought me a lot of peace and just, you know, time, you know, just sacred spaces to settle, you know, mm-hmm. go out because I could be outside in my garden. Again, a, a place of feeling, oh my gosh, I feel so blessed. I can be out here, you know, uh, playing with the little pigs, the little guinea pigs and the dog and walking the dog and, you know, and been busy. Manaz, I swear, I've been busier than I usually am. <laughs> I, I bet you say the same, right? I do. <laughs> I know it. I know it. It's like, you know, it I'm has been. over here and 10 centing over there. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Over there. Here. <laughs> yeah. And it's exciting. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. yeah. Judy, if there was a piece of music that represented how this time has been for you or one piece of music that really hits home for how you feel in these times what would that be um i will have to find the exact i think it's called jerusalem and it is a reggae piece nice yeah wow that just came right up, baby. <laughs> That's nice. it does. That's it does. So is there mm. what what is it time to let go of? Uh, well, you know attachment to the illusion of stability. <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say what I'm asking people and asking myself to bring awareness to um, where I obsess and it creates suffering either for myself or others and where I'm indifferent, how it creates suffering for myself or There's others. Balance. And just, yeah. So to just, um, yeah, to let go of, 
the uh, attachment to mm. obsessing, for example. It's okay to do it, but don't get attached to it. Mm-hmm. Don't get stuck in it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, there, it's so easy how we create suffering mm-hmm. for ourselves, mm-hmm. you know? your life changed at all because of COVID-19? Well, I mean, you know, in some behavioral ways it has. I mean, uh, I, I think for me it's been a, a call to a little bit bigger sensibility, even though intellectually I, I believed in that sensibility, but it's like the body has kind of caught up oh, to that wow. knowledge in yeah. some way. <laughs> you know, I would say uh, uh, that more than you know i'm I'm a first i'm a human earth earthling and then i'm i could say i'm from the i can't even say i'm american because the americas are all of south america central america mexico the united states canada and alaska so i am a person from the united states and a person from california and you know i'm all of that but primarily i am an earthling (laughs) that's my first affiliation now and i feel that in sense that in in my body more than ever I guess so so in regards to that is there anything that you're going to change is your life going to change at all because of what's happened well I think yeah I mean I I can't exactly say all the ways behaviorally or you know strategically that would sort of unfold into the world yeah, but yeah, I think it brings, it's like, you know, what I would hope that people sort of, even though they had to face those inner demons mm. along the way, I did too, uh, you know, those petty tyrants of the nervous system, you know, the fear and the anxiety and what that feels like in the body and talking to myself and scaring myself about the future or making images yeah. of, you know, everything terrible and then feeling bad about that and worry and concern that's those are obsessing so you know it's what but we all do it so my idea was what is it calling me okay let go of how is this how is this you know useful i mean because intent is also always beautiful Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i can't exactly say but i feel like people were, are coming back more than. It's like potential that was waiting has been called out. It's never been called out because these circumstances have never been true for any of our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not, that's not completely true because we had the AIDS virus. I grew up with polio virus before. But still, at this level, I think, of the world sitting down together over uh, nine months, basically six months, this is going to be, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, we've never had it. I don't think there's anything been in our- Right, yeah, exactly. It's an identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so I think, you know, in the process of that, many, many people have discovered aspects of self that have been called out. I mean, that's what potential is. It's just waiting, you know, and it's it is a relationship between you know us and the outside world that gets it called out, and it's like I tell people, I go, this is the perfect opportunity to think about what do you want to bring more of into your life, and what do you want to see more of in the world. 
because that relationship is mission. That is, yeah. Yeah. That is. And and in line with that, in terms of that relationship being mission, can can you articulate yours? Oh, just to say yes to life. <laughs> That's it. Be available, you know, be open, be ready, care. Yeah. Nice. What would you like to see happen in the world as a result of what we've been through? Well, you know me, I'm an idealist. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, world peace, of course. <laughs> um, it, I would like to see people come back with the creativity and the uh, discoveries that they've made and, and make make a contribution to take their place, to take their place. I'm, you know, I'm reminded of Nick LaForce's great poem about, you know, after 6 billion blah, blah years of evolution, you're standing here in this moment, stand up, take your place. Wow. Do some good, do some good. And we all know what that is, regardless of where we come from. Absolutely. Absolutely to be in right relationship with others and the world and Mother Nature. We can do it. There's great models out there for it at all levels. Yeah. And I know it's scary to change. I know that it's easy to get new ideas in and hard to get old ones out, as Hop said, the first CEO of Visa International, I think, and I think that's accurate. We can get new ideas in, but people get attached to old ways, and Mm -hmm. there will always be both sides, you know, all the spectrum will be always there, and I guess it's a question of, you know, how we keep each other positively informed, I guess, (laughs) as a group, you know, as groups, as humanity. As humanity is really what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 Okay. I feel like I'm babbling a little now, so. <laughs> not at all. I'm lo- well, loving not. listening to this. Patty would be, be, be mad at me for saying that, but sometimes I feel that way, yeah. So. Yeah, and that's okay to feel that way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's not true. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Don't you believe it, but you're allowed your feelings. I like that. That's good. <laughs> okay, so um, – Judy, where have you experienced compassion after over the last few weeks? Well, I think a lot of places. I think, you know, one of the places is I do a lot of talks and uh, there's a lot of people. It, it, I, I, people who are living in an isolated situation have one set of problems. People who are living like with dad and uh, mom and a new baby and husband in a small space, they have a whole nother set of problems, right? So I have a lot of compassion for just you know, trying to find balances in any of those places for myself and for others, you know. Yeah. Um, I think with my granddaughter who, you know, on the one hand is, you know, going to miss having a prom, going to miss having a graduation ceremony. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's graduating from high school, won't be able to go away to call at university. She's going to go to Hawaii for university. Okay. You know, that's going to be interrupted and, 
you know, she's handling it really well and stepping up and doing, you know, being very adult and intelligent and taking action in a positive way. But I felt really sad for her, you know, and felt, Mm. And then I talked to my friend Goulson from Turkey, and she said, tell her I had the same problem when I graduated, that it was terrorism. (laughs) (laughs) That'll help out. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, the everyday ways, you know, you see somebody walking on the street and you've never met them before and they're, cross the street 20, you know, 20, 30 feet away and having a conversation just because they're lovely, you know, I go, I get it. I get it. Yeah. There's been a lot of that here too. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the first thing you want to do for yourself when you're free to do so, Judy? You know, I, I'm doing everything that I do when I'm at home. I'm just going to the stores less. (laughs) So there's nothing else that you'd want to do. For yourself. Well, yeah, I mean, I suppose, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that that's more clear now. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not unhappy or feeling that urge to have to do something. Yeah. I would, I would absolutely, I will absolutely be delighted when I can get in my car with my dog and drive to the desert. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what, that's what I would like to do. Which desert? <laughs> well, there's a lot of deserts around here. So I can go south to, towards L.A. and go to okay. Mahal. To the Mojave Desert, or down to Joshua Tree, which is an overlap of Mojave and another with the Colorado Desert. That I was thinking maybe out to um, to Arizona, to the um, it's almost to New Mexico, but it's it's the Painted Desert. Mm. That big national park, just there's something about that place that just you know, oh, amazing somehow strums on my heartstrings. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> Okay, that is so nice. I mean, oh, that sounds amazing. And what is the first thing you want to do for someone else? Is there anything specific you want to do for someone when when you're free to do something? Well, I want to hug my grandkids. Yeah. (laughs) I get that. Yeah, Marley and I I snuck one time. (laughs) <laughs> you break the rules, Judy. Yes, and we put on our masks, and both of us said we can't stand it. She said, "Nan, I can't stand it. <laughs> I can't either. We will kiss, but we'll put on our masks and hug." And so yeah. we did it. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely. Well, you know what I was—I guess what I was trying to say earlier that I may be able to say better now is that you know, like all human beings, you don't know, have those moments where you feel like a new sense of self is emerging. You know, mm. that you know whether you just got a new job and now you have to sort of grow to that role, right? Mm-hmm. Something emerges out of you that gets called out, and I—that's—it it feels that is what's true for humanity right now is, you know, everybody's kind of holding a question, who, who are we becoming? And that's the choice point, right? Yeah. We're going to become who we believe and want to be as humanity. And I think we know what that is that, you know, you treat people as you want to be treated. Mm. Yeah. And for me, you know, to you, take care of your house which is this beautiful home that we we all share called the spaceship earth in the 1960s and 70s and 
now called the great Pachamama, the big mama. So, you know, <laughs> feeds us and houses us. And, uh, and, and so I think there, there is that awakening sense. There is this sense of a new potential being pulled out of us or reminded of it, given us a reminder, you know, and will it, you know, will it touch everyone? No, because some people aren't ready for that or whatever, but I think the majority of people, yeah, they're going, yeah, we can include and transcend. We can include and transcend. Yeah. Nice. Is there one piece of wisdom? We've spoken about wisdom quite. I think you've come from a place of wisdom throughout this whole conversation in terms of. Well, I, thank you. I hope. What we've been talking about, but is there one piece of wisdom that you would like to share with others in this moment? I would say what comes for me is uh, go slowly. Don't rush. Don't rush back to the rat race. Go slowly. Thank you. You're welcome. I really appreciate this, Judy. Thank you so much for... My pleasure. This This was great. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Feel free to comment and share. And I look forward to our next conversation on awakening through COVID-19. Until then, take care.